You are now entering the circle of confusion, exposing the business of photography. On to go. Right. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Circle of Confusion. I can't remember what number of episode, what episode number this is. Could be fifty, you know. It could be. <laughs> Probably not though. No, it's forty something. Yeah. Um, this is uh, myself, Peter Cox. I'm here with Roger Overall and Neil McShane. Uh, we are aware the circle of confusion. <laughs> still are. We're still We're just confused. a bit confused. <laughs> confused. Yes, if you're confused, then just think how we feel. Um, so this is a... Uh, basically, we decided at the end of the circle of confusion project uh, that we would... Because we'd all been working together so closely for the last however many months or years, that we should make an effort to keep that uh, contact going. So we arranged on this particular weekend that we would come out and meet and um, do some photography, which those guys did, and I did not. Uh, Wimp. <laughs> nice. No, Peter's actually given up photography. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided that, uh, yes, just, I'm just not good enough, so I'm, I'm not even going to try anymore. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that we might just record a kind of a special once-off um, special edition. So here we are. Yeah, and actually, we, we, we could actually decide not to tell anybody and see how many people notice <laughs> it. Popping up in, in, their their, feed. in their feeds. I think I know who some of those people would be. <laughs> <laughs> At least two or three <laughs> we could name off by heart. So, what are we going to talk about? Now, that's a very good question. We should probably have actually discussed that before we started recording the podcast. <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, so, we have... Uh, we've we have all, we've already, the professionalism has dropped significantly. <laughs> we've only been not doing this for, what, two months, three months? I, I know. What we'll do is we'll bring people up to speed. So, um, uh, well, one of us has been doing interesting stuff. Uh, Neil and I can leave the room now. And Peter, <laughs> <laughs> Peter will run you through his life. Um, Peter has had a near-death experience. He's been in hospital and he's travelled the globe. Uh, that's about it, yeah. What have you been up to? <laughs> As you notice by the silence, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's bring everybody up to speed. So, Peter, uh, you have done back-to-back workshops. Where have you yeah. been? Uh, where have I been since we finished? I have been to Iceland twice this year. I think, I think the first of those was still when we were doing the podcast. That's right, yeah. Um, second time was while I had pneumonia. <laughs> uh, Hence the man flu. It's the man flu. So, let's just get started. You, you, so, you actually... Had pneumonia and still flew out to Iceland. I did. I had, uh, yeah, I got hit with a fever and I had to actually be late twice in four days. So a friend of Daniel Bergman, who was my partner work, uh, doing the trip in Iceland, um, a friend of his, Chris Lund, stepped in for me for a day. And then I came out after the fever broke and I thought I was kind of okay, but I coughed my way through the entire workshop, um, ruining my, like, pulling muscles in my chest and all the rest of that. And... Um, laid out under the stars and freezing temperatures at the Yokosuka Lagoon waiting for the aurora for four hours at night wise thing to do when one is <laughs> coughing and spluttering got back to Ireland and uh, promptly was uh, admitted into hospital um, and uh, had to stay there for four days and I, as soon as I got out of hospital I then went to run a workshop in Scotland for phase one <laughs> And now I've got a cold again. <laughs> so, so yeah, because so, so Neil drives all the way down from Navan, which is, um, if you don't know the geography of Ireland, it's just beyond Venezuela. It's that far away. 
um, to be here to do photography with uh, uh, with Peter and myself today. I got up at Oh Christ Hundred Hours this morning to be here to do photography. Arrived, and what did we find out? We needn't have bothered because Peter cannot leave the house. But he can. He just doesn't want to. He just doesn't want to. Yes, because he's being sensible this time. Yeah, right? yeah. No, no, he won't drop Iceland or Scotland. No, no, no. Me buddies are coming down. Affect them. He says, "Well, I'm staying in here." So I'm gonna. We had a lovely planned weekend because I took Friday off and I have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. So that's all out the window now. I have to go on my own now. Well, we have. We do. We do have um, coming up later in the program. We do have recordings made on location by Neil and myself actually out two of the three yes now let's re- let's let's recap exactly what happened so we we you guys arrived um we had a nice cup of tea we had a nice chat we did some business stuff that we needed to take care of yeah we killed a killed a company killed a, yeah killed a company <laughs> we shot it in the head um it still won't die um and uh, never no <laughs> i feel much better uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a flesh wound <laughs> So had then, breakfast. Had, yeah, well, yes, that's right. Had breakfast, and then you guys decided, okay, uh, we're going to go out and actually do some photography now. At this stage, as Roger hunts for a solid surface to place the mug on, <laughs> it was a which is hard to find in this room. Uh, it was beautiful, sunshiny weather, and then ten minutes after you left, what happened? More sunshine. It pissed down. Is <laughs> is is basically uh, is basically that and. Um, you set this up beautifully, Peter. So um, let's go to the audio. So Neil, this is what it's all about. What? Landscape, <laughs> landscape standing, standing in the hail outside. Yeah. What is that? Look at the bar of the hailstones. Listen to that quietness. It's pure heaven. We're standing in the middle of a forest. Pure heaven. Trail. Pure heaven, he says. <laughs> We're standing in a hailstorm. It's pure heaven. I tell you, landscape photographers, they're not right in there. <laughs> but this is great. I love it. He says you have to have the lovely, as we were just talking earlier on, with the lovely blue skies. You don't need them. Especially in, in, in a forest, in this type of weather, overcast. It just brings out, as we talk about the tones and the moss, you know, it just brings jumps out at you. If this was very harsh, like, you, you couldn't get that. You wouldn't. You'd be dry, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're dry you have me rain jacket on you what more do you want I do I'm uh, not being a landscape photographer I was unprepared for the weather um, we're, we're me having gloves and woolly hats me over jackets me over trousers I'm lovely and warm here in snow a pair of boots yeah. so we're just standing here just waiting for the rain to the ease off a bit because um, it's Ra- not good for the, the cameras rainy calls it it's a full blown hailstorm <laughs> We're expecting uh, Hurricane Sandy to come through here any minute. <laughs> Hurricane Gugon. Well, I'll jump aside. It's just lovely to get. We were stuck indoors all morning with Peter. Um, he's not here. Wimp. It is lovely, isn't it? It is, <laughs> it is lovely to get away from Peter. That's not what you're saying. You're saying something else. No, 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 I mean, no. That's what I meant. It's lovely to get away from Peter. Sorry. Um, no, it's lovely to get out. It's fresh air. And it, go, it does go to show that you can get photographs in weather that you would think you wouldn't be able to, really. Yeah, we were shooting in the forest there earlier on, about 20 minutes ago, and we, we, the light started to come in. It was beautiful. And next of all, it started to rain again. We moved up to the waterfall and hailstones. But we're still taking photographs. You know? And we're enjoying ourselves. Well, one of us is. <laughs> now, Peter, you're enjoying ourselves, as you said. I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's starting to talk nonsense. 
Well, Roger enjoying himself. With <laughs> one of Peter's tools. <laughs> I won't go into the tool that Peter gave me, all right? <laughs> Well, that was very interesting audio. <laughs> it, it was. Um, actually, that was a bit of a risk because I have no idea how that audio turned out for all I know. <laughs> it went, but we have more later on. Um, I, Peter, rem- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. In between the podcast finishing and us sitting here now, you, uh, the, the book hadn't been printed yet, had it? I don't think it had. I think no. I think we'd just maybe finished the Kickstarter project or it was in the process of finishing. But yeah, the... It hadn't finished because we wouldn't. We didn't do the. We didn't know the. I did no, no. It did, it had because I do remember us um, talking about how you spectacularly missed your. Oh, that's right. right. Missed the deadline. Yeah, yeah or you, the target, you, yes. you missed Overshot your fundraising. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Talk yeah. about a man who can't hit a target. <laughs> so Peter wanted to raise a what? Tuppence halfpenny, and he ended. And he ended up raising the national debt of Ireland. <laughs> No, no, that's that's impossible. Like, nobody can raise that amount. No, this is this is true. I do feel though that the golden embossing on the gold-plated covers of the book is maybe going a bit far. No, I, I think that the, the cold metal of the of the gold, you know, the <laughs> clanking noise the plate just make as you turn them is really rather appealing. It, it adds to the whole experience. But Contanium, the book is plenium, and all the other precious metals are in there somewhere in that book. Unobtainium, <laughs> ridiculous um, So the book is out. The book is out, yes, how's, and uh, how's it been received? It's been received very well. It's um, I've, uh, I'd have, if if I had only printed a thousand copies, I'd be out of my print run at this stage. Um, so which, which is a nice thing, but I printed three thousand, so I've still got uh, plenty to go, and uh, I'm now having to think about making sure I keep enough money aside so that I can actually reprint it when it comes due. Um, and I don't have to raise another Kickstarter project to reprint it. <laughs> Another spectacular failure. <laughs> um, Part do. Part yeah. do, yeah. Um, but no, it's been very good. We got some coverage in the Irish Times last week. They just the book's been out for a while, but we're doing the press launch at the moment, so to you know, like make people aware of it before Christmas. Why? Because uh, you weren't in the country for the last month and a half. <laughs> well, that's true. I was either well, I was out, I was either in Iceland, in Scotland, or in La La Land. Um, <laughs> so, what 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 is the bio? Um, expat Peter Cox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Currently residing in the land of the fairies. <laughs> so no, it's been it's been it's been very good, and uh, that's about all the interesting stuff I think I've been doing. I can't remember what else has been. Going on. Oh, I'm doing a lot more time lapse work. That's kind of cool. Yes, uh, as yes. there's the uh, the the whir chunk whir chunk uh, noises that uh, Roger was recording earlier. Uh, I've been doing a lot of motion control time lapse, which is one of those things when you start thinking about it, you go, "That's kind of cool," but then you realize the miles and miles of cable and all the connections and the, the three quarters of an hour it takes to set the thing up from the time you take it out of your car. <laughs> I had never seen. I had never seen. Uh, twenty yards, stru- uh, sorry, twenty meter well, stretches really, of USB <laughs> cabling. I didn't know that existed. Do you get that made specially? I wondered how long you could go actually, but I, yeah, that's about as long as you can get a single length of USB cable and have it still work. Um, but uh, yeah. So how about you, Roger? You've been doing an awful lot of stuff in uh, video. I've been. Hiding. And you're no longer a photographer, is that right? Whoa, not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> oh, oh, kicking money down. Sorry, I should oh, say, no. you're no longer exclusively a photographer. Yes, that's, yeah, I'm no longer exclusively a photographer. I will always do photography to make money. Um, and in fact, if there are any vineyard owners out there who want me to photograph their vineyard for a year, I am available. I'd love to do that. That's my dream project. Just putting it out there. There you go. Ask the universe. The Ask universe the universe. And um, 
the universe will give us back. Um, so I've lost my train of thought now. Yes, I have been doing a lot of video. Um, I've uh, and a lot of it's food related actually. Mm. Um, I'm working on my second video for a smokehouse. I have the Irish smokehouse set to completely say <laughs> <laughs> um, which is literally a multi-hundred euro industry <laughs> full steam the, ahead uh, right uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Irish smokehouse business is you'd like a slice of that smoking what? Um, and, and like a slice of that also <laughs> we're here all week yeah. um, we're not we're here no, for we're the not. next uh, few minutes um, <coughs> so I've been yeah I've uh, so what did I do I have uh, I'm transitioning my business. I do still have the photography business. I've stopped doing weddings, or at least I'm taking a break from weddings for 2013, at the very least. That is highly likely will become a permanent move. But um, but I will still do commercial corporate documentary projects, and I, I have a couple in the pipeline. But I'm transitioning into far more, much more of a multimedia, transmedia kind of person, um, now explain to me exactly this, Roger. This uh, famous word. So you know, multimedia I can understand, and mm. because it's multiples of media. Mm. Um, but what precisely is transmedia? Okay, well, multimedia. So a multimedia presentation is, and everybody will understand it. But let's just get our boundaries straight. A multimedia presentation is where you um, have a presentation that compiles, say, music, video, yeah. photographs. That's multimedia. Everybody gets that. Transmedia. Transmedia is a little bit uh, more interesting, and the example I, I've given on my new blog, <laughs> digitalstoryteller.net, <laughs> just to get that plug in there as well. Um, is Sorry, what's, what's the address of the blog? The, the, the digitalstoryteller.net. Okay, right. And um, anyway, yes, is the, is the example I gave is Star Wars. And Star Wars, at the moment, there are six films. And if you watch the six films, within the six films contained a story a universe, a saga, and it stretches over multiple generations. But you can watch the six films and have a coherent story. However, Some would argue against that, especially <laughs> for the, the new three. But yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I, I take your point. But beyond that, the, um, the Star Wars universe, if you like, the fictional universe of Star Wars, is much deeper and much broader. There's comics that tell different parts of the story. There are books that tell other parts of the story. There are games that, that again tell another part of the story. So multimedia, uh, sorry, transmedia, is you, when you tell your story um, across multiple platforms but in such a way that if you want the whole picture, you have to go to all the platforms. Ah. Um, but each individual platform will give you enough of the story to be coherent. And that is actually the weakness of transmedia, because if you don't do that, then it becomes a mess. Because if you've just got one person, say, for instance, who is following your audio side of the story but they're missing key components and it can all fall to pieces. So, so you have to be very careful about your planning of how you have to design it really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's sitcom, so for instance in America there's a sitcom called Community and it's a television sitcom but there is, in tandem with that, there is a whole series of episodes that are only available online on the internet. Mm. I think they may even be animated. But um, So that's kind of what, what transmedia is. Um, and my business now, because... I, you know, I know photography. Uh, thanks to the work that we've been doing together on the dynamic range videos, I have comprehension of video. Um, and at the moment, this moment in time, November two thousand and twelve, 
the vast majority of my um, my assignment portfolio at the moment that's current and ongoing is video related um, for various clients. Uh, I can do podcasting because, again, thanks for working with you guys, you know, we have that experience. And I have multiple podcasts now um, and I can write as well. So there's that whole bundle of stuff mm-hmm. um, simply because I think it's very few photographers will be able to exclusively earn a sensible living just from photography. I think you need other other income streams so that's kind of where I'm moving my business and I have done um, over the last few months so it's kind of taking off nicely so that's what I've been doing Neil mm-hmm. what have I been doing mm. uh, I was looking forward to this weekend away with you guys for the last <laughs> six months I think since we, t- <laughs> we put it in the calendar because uh, I've been so busy at work uh, I hadn't got, haven't been out at all I've taken no landscape photographs in about four months but in that time, though, I've taken about 70,000 photographs because of the other work I Yeah, you know, there's such a thing as quality and there's such a thing as, as quantity. quantity. Yeah, I know, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think, um, you know, I would have thought a landscape photographer such as yourself would understand the difference. Oh, yeah. The, so, other, the, other, the other work I do is for a Martin photo over uh, in America. So I've been photographing Martins all over Europe. So um, hence, I've been up to my eyes doing that. But the only fourth thing is, as, as the guys they found out there this week and last week, is that um, I'm going to be made redundant in January. So, I was the only guy here that had a full time job, and now I'm the guy the only guy here that has no job. <laughs> well, you're a landscape photographer. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to, to join the ranks of all the other photographers. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> did you get his membership card? Uh, I did actually. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, and uh, I'm not actually too worried about it. I was talking to you guys earlier on. Um, I'm, 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 I'm actually happy. When I, when I did get, take this job on, I told the guys that you had me for five, seven years and I'm gone anyway. I'll be doing, hopefully doing the photography full time. Um, but to support the wife and the family, uh, I can't do it. It's not, fe- if I was on my own, I'd be gone in the light. You know, I'd, be, I'd be happy, but not with the kids and <coughs> maybe starting college. So, so there's too many bills to pay, mm. you know, so I can't do it. So I will be doing. Well, all you need to do is, is photograph a couple of weddings, and then you'll be set for life. That's, I mean, <laughs> got you know, do you know any wedding photographers? Sorry, do you know any good wedding photographers that I could take over their portfolio? Well, surely that's. I mean, because wedding photography is hugely overpriced, and you know, if you just yeah. all you do is take a couple of snaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, three snaps, Uncle Bob, uh, and uh, yeah. No, the, the trick is not to overprice yourself. So three hundred. Oh, who do you think you are, Cartier Besson? Three hundred euros. <laughs> who are you, David Bailey? Lira. Three hundred euros. Charlie Doon is pressing a shot. An God's image sense. I'm talking about. Is that not right? No, yeah, an image. No, no, no. Well, you see, well, obviously, for three hundred euros. Euro. No, for three hundred euros, you're obviously offering the deluxe package, which is twelve hours of photography, um, all the images on a disc, yeah. you know, perfectly yeah. processed, um, and an album. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to chauffeur the bride and groom around for the next 10 years. That's part of the deal. <laughs> and no, but seriously, there are. And, there and, are, get, there and are, get on with the mother in law. There are photographers who do this. They yeah, do this yeah. for this kind of price. Yeah. That's, hence, that's why I'm not, and, and you know, you guys know, not me, everybody else, I'm not going down that route. Mm. I'm a purely a black and white landscape photographer. I'm going to stay that way. Mm. If I can work a business around that, I will do that. I am not going to jump ship. And change in my 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 style for my art. Mm. It's a bit arty farty, but I'm not gonna do it. I don't. I just don't like it. As myself and uh, Roger were out this morning, uh, we're just back in. 
recording this. We just, I just loved it. Mm-hmm. It was heaven being out there. Well, the it's, light was was spectacular. I was looking out the window, going, "Yeah, I wish I was out there." Well, yeah, well, yeah, we were in the we were in the forest all yeah. the time, so we didn't see, we could just see the light. Until we were in the forest and it was quiet, a bit of rain, hailstones, but it was heaven. And I haven't been out in in oh, months, as I said. Mm. But on the way down here on Friday, I left Navan. It was gorgeous. Drove down to Cork. And it was absolutely beautiful weather. And I think you said you were driving to Cork and I was driving from Cork down here. You said, <laughs> St. Neil's, the clouds are beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and I got to Cork and lashed rain. And it was, I've been after this shot for years. Every time I've come down to Peter's house um, in Ballingary, I've been after this shot. And I got it yesterday. And I don't care what happens the rest of the weekend, I am made up for life. Now. I have cool. the shot I've been after. Again, it's a mental shot. I've been looking for this shot for years and years and years. And uh, everything came right then to yesterday afternoon, and um, when I showed Peter the shot on the cam- the camera, and it was I'm happy. Cool. That's what it's all about. That's yeah. that's what I love. Yeah. Now to try and make a living out of that. So Neil, you've uh, we we were chatting uh, earlier about uh, possible future plans. Do you yes. wish do you wish to share any of these with our audience? Well, you've heard of, of Peter's spectacular failure in Kickstarter <laughs> <laughs> and race. So, yeah. So uh, we've been discussing. I've had this in the pipeline. For donkey's years, I think, before I met you guys, uh, I actually had a mock-up of a book designed. Um, I remember I saw this on your website. I'm like, God, he's published a book. How did I not know this? <laughs> it was just a post I said about the front cover of the book. I'm thinking about it. And so, yeah, we're going to go ahead. Uh, so, it's here. It's, it's out on the ether now. So, it's out on the internet. No, you got to do it. I have to do it now. Where, where can people find you, Neil, just in case they, they go, oh, I need to find out about this. Where's your website? Blackandwhite.ie. Yeah, that's black and easy white. to remember. Or mononeal.com. And it's blog. funny, actually, he's dressed in black and white. Look at that. <laughs> black and white. <laughs> and this is just taking it too far. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is... You didn't notice that, did you? <laughs> no, I've got the sun in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll move to the other side of the room. <laughs> so that's the plan, uh, my plan. Um, <coughs> Photography-wise, I don't know. Um, I'm going to go back into doing a lot more of the marathon stuff. I, I stopped it for a while. Mm-hmm. I just did London and Berlin. And now I've done London, Berlin this year. And I did a few other to Liverpool. And I have my own marathon to do now <laughs> in a couple of weeks' time. So I have to fly over to uh, Lyon in France, shoot a marathon on a Saturday, drive from Lyon to Turin on Saturday night, and shoot the Turin marathon on the Sunday, and then fly home again. <laughs> so that's what I'm up to. <laughs> Exciting life. Um, before we go any further, let's um, go to our second piece of audio. Because otherwise we're going to forget we recorded it. Did we record another one? We did. Oh, we did, yeah. Yeah. Almost feel bad talking over that, but... I love that low burble sound of the, of the, of the river. Oh, I'll <laughs> give you a nice squelchy sound if I can. <laughs> uh, we decided we get out. It's that kind of typical Irish summer's, winter's day, which was... Raining, sunshine, raining, sunshine. As they call it, scattered showers. <laughs> a few sunny spells in between the scattered showers. Yeah, you know they say, sort of say, oh, people in San Diego, they're lucky. They always know what the weather forecast is yeah. going to be. It's going to be 70 degrees and bright sunshine. But we always know what the weather's yeah. going to be like in Ireland. Scattered showers, showers. sunshine yeah. in between. I mean, I don't know why Erin exists, to be honest, because all, all they give out, the information they give out nearly every single day is scattered showers. And they I can do that. Exactly what we've been having all day. Well, we let, we're here about, I don't know, actually, how long are we here? We're here over an hour now. Um, Gugumbar. Well, Forest Park, yeah. It's a lovely area, and you've been here a couple of times shooting weddings. I have. This is, um, this is, I wouldn't say it's a first for me because I've actually photographed Peter 
giving a workshop here. But normally when I'm here, and I, that's what I said when we drove past, there's a, there's a teeny little church chapel mm, on, a, on, on a little island in the lake yeah. at Gugan. And um, I have photographed weddings there. I've even photographed a christening there. Mm. It's a famous spot, all right, for the old wedding photographer. So we're photographing here. You've got some... You're photographing moss by the looks of it. Yeah, it, it, people give out about the Irish weather. It's not... They want lovely clear blue skies, lovely sunny weather. I think we were talking about earlier on to shoot. You don't need to, especially in a forest area like this. If it's on a dull, overcast, wet day, get into the forest, get in close get the lovely contrast the moss growing the, the leaves the branches and if they're wet they'll just they'll glisten uh, and it's it's a beautiful time it's the perfect time to take shots in the forest you know there you are so uh, anyway um, we used to do a video series and we could show you just how magnificent <laughs> it is but we can't so uh, just imagine Middle Earth and you're pretty much there uh, we are expecting <laughs> some hobbits to come yeah. through the undergrowth in a minute <laughs> and um, yeah. Hotly pursued by a dragon. Exactly, yeah. um, but again, this lovely low light as well, as you can hear in the background, that the burbling sound is, is the river. So this lovely low light, you're going to get very slow shutter speeds. Well, we're on four seconds, five seconds shutter speeds. So the water's going to look beautiful. Well, you, you might be. I'm on ISO something amazing. And um, <laughs> ISO, oh, yeah, uh, ISO, oh my God, and um, F. 1.4, 2.0, and you're on ISO 100 or something. ISO 100, four seconds, F16s, and yeah, five seconds, F16s. Different, different discipline. Yeah. Different, on a tripod. On a tripod, yeah. a tripod. When you're hand-holding yeah. Peter's tool. Well, I'm hand-holding Peter's tool, yes. <laughs> Matron. <laughs> yeah. No wonder the podcast was stopped. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, Before it was taken off the air, we stopped ourselves. This is the level of humour. Again, we're here in the... Again, we saw these lovely trees... Um, Lovely contrast, very skinny bra- um, branches, trunks, uh, and the lovely green moss. It's just absolutely gorgeous. We spotted this lovely contrast between the lovely darks and the bar- of the bark and the lovely green moss. It's just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll, 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 we'll go back to the podcast regular now. Well, actually, well, maybe, maybe there wasn't a podcast recorded. <laughs> who knows? Um, if this is ever published in isolation, the idea was, because Neil and I are geniuses, is that we would slot this in <laughs> to a podcast recorded at the side of Peter's deathbed uh, later today as he recovers from man flu. Oh, he, he, and I'm serious, folks. He has a serious case of man flu. Mm, he did. Well, he, uh, to prove the point, he took himself to hospital. He did, yeah. And uh, he went to the special man flu ward. Yes, he did. And they I said, yes, you've got man flu. He was there for four days. Mm. The only thing that saved his sanity was he had his iPhone and he got good broadband. <laughs> and he could download movies on the iPhone and watch them while he was dying of man flu. Yeah. Um, happy movies to cheer him up, you know. Absolutely. So we're going back to the podcast regular, or at least we hope there'll be a podcast regular to go back to. Uh, if there isn't, then you're going to go to silence. Yeah. Bar the looping sounds of water behind us. Mm. <laughs> So what the hell was that one about? Well, um, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I did, what did we talk about? Well, we'll have heard it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's not exactly... Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I tell you, production values in this... Uh, this is, uh, you can tell down. it's not scripted, can't you? <laughs> uh, just a, we should actually uh, perhaps reminisce a small bit, which was uh, the very first uh, podcast. Because well, basically we, we decided, you know, we'd come in here and we would record... This podcast, uh, just, you know, off the cuff, my, my small uh, two-year-old is, is outside and, you know, you may hear occasional screeches or laughter from there. Um, and uh, we, 
Uh, so I was saying to Roger, you know, we should just go in there. And Roger actually said we should just go in and just bang something out, which we're doing. Um, Could you but, rephrase that, please? <laughs> I said bang something out, not bang something. That Roger, um, I'm shocked and appalled at your ridiculous lack of professionalism in this regard. And you, and you were playing with his tools today as well. <laughs> but we weren't going to mention that. We were going to keep that for the video. <laughs> And there'll be an extra, uh, there'll be a premium video uh, release. <laughs> the next rated version is shortly, I think. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I've been moving more and more into video, and um, uh, Neil's lost his job because he's going to need the money. So <laughs> where is this leading us? <laughs> At any rate, um, yes, the very first uh, Circle of Confusion podcast, before Neil joined us, when Roger and I started this, it would have been 2002. 10, early 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, we came down to the house we were renting in Ballingary, and we spent how long uh, recording a 45-minute podcast? Uh, I can't remember how long it took us to record, about eight hours? It was, it, was, it was eight hours, yeah, I think, yeah, and probably had, has, has a note made at the time, she thought it was so ridiculous. <laughs> was she, that, yeah, I, th- I, I think she was thinking, have we taken in a lodger at this stage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has, this guy, has this guy moved in? Should we be charging him rent? So we've gone from that, which was, you know, we'd start saying a sentence and then one of us would stumble a little bit. And then, oh, sorry, we've got to just go back and redo this and redo that take. Uh, and we've, we've now devolved, shall we say, to this, where it's just a recording device sat on a tripod in the middle of a room with the no, three just, of us just yammering go, on. Go back a bit, because when we were doing the podcast together, the three of us, we, we were doing it in separate locations, mm-hmm. recording locally and then uploading the Dropbox yeah. and then editing it. And in all those times we did it, there was never one blooper. We never stopped recording. I think we did it once because we had a failure on your part in Skype. We never, we never did it. That's right. It was always. I mean, we, you know, with a bit of practice, you do get sort of good. But we did at least script the thing. We knew what we were going to say beforehand. <laughs> we did. We had topics. We yeah. had topics. And yeah. I just realised this is only the second podcast ever recorded where we physically. Being together, yeah, yeah, the, the last time room. was at the uh, the episode two uh, recording oh. or uh, taping or whatever you do with digital F- devices. F- filming, yes, we digitally digitalizing. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yes, in the, in the, in the B&B. Yeah, and uh, so that was rather fun, and, and it is it's a lot of fun doing. The, the, I mean, the, the the you lose something with the um, remote recording. I think. You do, yeah. yeah. It is it is pretty. It is it is nice nice to be in the same room and uh, see the expressions yes. and uh, you know to be able to give people gestures. <laughs> yes, and I love you too, Roger. <laughs> no um, comment. Uh, Roger wow. and Neil are in fact getting very closer together on the couch. Yeah. Uh, wow! Wow! <laughs> and. Um, yeah, for a fee, you can see that footage. Yes. Um, so well, let's talk some. I need the money. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this whole fund it thing that Neil, there's not going to be a book at all. This is, you know. <laughs> well, um, we're not going down the route of what it was going to call the book and what Roger thinks the book is now called. We're not going down that route. Yeah, can Do you, what, what was No, no, Yes, the, the, name, the name of the book was going to be, and I think we can safely say is not now going to no, be. No, it's not going to be this day. Um, was uh, uh, Beaches, Bays, Cliffs and Coves. Which the was, Irish coastline. The Irish coastline, which which I, I remember seeing on the on Neil's post some time ago and thinking that's a really nice name for a book. And um, if you have sensitive ears and are easily offended, <laughs> um, I would suggest that you stop now and uh, fast forward about five or six seconds. Bitches, what was it? Uh, what Roger heard was something different yeah. than what I Roger said. Roger came up with, with, with bitches, babes, clits, and hoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I came up with bitches, babes, 
And then the, you two were going, well, what else? What, what other words can we... Rhymes and codes. And I realise now that if this does go into iTunes, we are actually... We're going to have to click the explicit button. We are, yes. That's a, that's a first So now, in fact, we can just let loose because we've already... <laughs> <laughs> we can curse all we want. We've set the boundary, haven't we, really? And well, I say we've set the boundary. There's no boundary now. It's gone. Um, so, was, by the way, that was not the name of the book. <laughs> and it's a shame because I always thought it was a good name. But now, of course, I can't hear that without thinking of what we just said. Um, and it reminds me a little bit, if I may digress briefly, of uh, in last year, I ran a workshop in Ireland and one of the participants on that trip uh, was a woman and we were at um, which is not unusual but it, the, we were at the Connor Pass looking out over Brandon Bay and there's a little inlet off of Brandon Bay um, and she dubbed this in that penis bay because it does look a bit like a penis and now I cannot go to the top of the Connor Pass and look out, look out there without thinking penis bay so thank you very much Christine I appreciate that <laughs> Dear. We talk about gear. <laughs> we could talk about gear. Yeah, always it's always popular with people, yeah. uh, with people who really aren't photographers. Yeah. Uh, so, um, uh, Roger, I understand you tried a, a, a lovely uh, camera uh, just today. In fact, I, I did. I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been made victim. I've fallen victim of a very, um, well, actually, it's not very subtle uh, marketing ruse. Um, somebody I know is trying to sell a camera, and. Um, <laughs> um, and, uh, and I was loaned the camera to play with. Like, even, hang on, even worse than that, he even went in and upgraded the firmware to the very latest firmware. Which is a necessity, you, I think. To give you the best uh, possible. Which, which is a necessity. We're talking about the Fuji Film X Pro 1, um, which, is, uh, which is a gorgeous camera to look at. It is, yeah. Um, I haven't seen the files yet. I've, I've, I've borrowed, it's Peter's camera, and I borrowed it while Neil and I were out uh, a couple of hours ago. In In Gugan. And. Um, there are things I like about it, the things I don't like about it. The viewfinder is not terrific for somebody who wears glasses, unfortunately. Um, and because I'm left eyed, I keep pressing buttons with my nose and face and pimples and warts. And <laughs> just because they're there when I press my face up against the camera. Yeah, so um, Roger does have a face for, for podcasting. Yes, I have, a face for, I have a face that suits being left eyed very well. <laughs> if, you, if you get that, that's a very obtuse. Uh, anyway, um, so, um, uh, yeah, so what did I think of the camera? I, I, well, it's just a gorgeous thing to hold and look at. I mean, for a start, I haven't. I haven't had that kind of a connection with a camera since my Canon A E one. Every single camera I've owned since then has just been a functional thing that tool. I haven't really Yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're talking about Peter again. Well it is tool. Oh it is tool. Tool. Peter's hey, tool. Hey, hey. Yeah. Let's leave my tool out of this place. Yes. Um, he's been yeah, it, it, your tool is the one for hire so he's, you know. he's been fuddling it all day I'm, I'm selling mine and going, Oh god I love this. I don't love this. <laughs> Um, and f for a documentary photographer, um, and I was saying to the guys, if I was exclusively continuing on as a photographer, as my, my income stream, I would probably buy two of them in a heartbeat. Because it looked hilarious. I was fully kitted out for uh, landscape photography. I had the overtrousers on, the big boots, the heavy jacket, the woody thing, the big um, f-stop camera bag on the back, tripod. And here he was the next one. What was the brand of the, of the camera bag you had? Yeah, stop. Plug my sponsors. And he was the audio head was a camera hanging around his neck. Oh, and a, and a, and a, and a billing and bag. bag. Oh, oh sorry, not, I'm not sponsored by billing, so I can't. He just had the bag to carry the Zoom recorder and other bits and pieces, but 
He, so who does he think he is, Cote Bresson? Yeah. You want to see him? He must charge three hundred euro for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, waltz, like, waltzing around. You can get three hundred euros. That much money for photographing a wedding? Sorry, excuse me. As I was saying, he was just waltzing around Guggenbauer with the camera hanging around his neck. He was totally liberated. He totally Swinging freely in the wind. Swing, yeah, the tool was going left and right. <laughs> yes, Peter's uh, tool was. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, and he wants to buy Peter's too. <laughs> after after fondling it a bit. Oh dear God! We need to stop this. Uh, we are talking about the camera, by the way. Exposing Peter's too. Yeah. So it is. It is a lovely, lovely camera. It is. Um, I am wondering whether I'd be better suited to the uh, the later release by by Fuji, which is just an EVF camera. <coughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but because I'm not exclusively um, continuing as a photographer, I will be taking pictures, but I'm doing video as well. I have some purchasing decisions to make. You so. do, don't you? I'm looking, I mean, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't held one yet, and I, I, but I have heard terrific things about it. Um, it's the uh, Panasonic GH3, I think it is, um, which is, is a video camera. Um, uh, or the video side of it is, is supposed to be very, very, very good. I don't know what the photographic side of it is like, which is ironic because... Everybody's talking about the video capability of this. Of a stills camera. Of basically a stills camera. Everybody's going nuts about that. <laughs> um, so it may well be that I stick with Canon and just buy the Mark III. Well, maybe not. Buy the Mark well, maybe get another Mark II. Yeah. Or the the video on the Mark III apparently is much better. So maybe do that. It's it's the versatility that I need now, really, mm-hmm. um, because I'm um, I'm uh, doing you know, various things. But if I were just purely being, just making my money from photography, I would definitely look at the X-Pro1. Because mm. it's, um, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of kit. Um, yeah, no, for me, camera-wise, I've, I'm still sticking to the, the tried and trusted formula. I'm not going to change. I might yeah. go for the Mark III next year. It all depends on my situation. <laughs> um, so the first thing I need to do actually is to upgrade the Mac, and I'll wait till probably December, January next year, when the new iMac comes out. Mm. Um, I'll get that and that's probably all the gear I'll be buying because I don't need to buy anything else mm. yeah for me I've uh, I've made a radical change in my uh, in my camera equipment and I've decided that the gear I was using was too heavy a little bit like Roger with the you know just using the Fuji uh, around his neck I decided what I need to do is really simplify and go with a camera that will provide me with uh, really an excellent view of what the photograph is going to look like um, you know as I'm making it and a nice clear uh, display so uh, I'm doing all my photography now on an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Which one though? This is about five, four versions of now. Oh yeah, well, I, I, it's the iPad, um, the iPad two actually. I think the classic is is, is best. With a VGA camera, you know, 640 by 480 <laughs> resolution or whatever the hell it was. You know, because yeah, uh, resolution is, uh, to uh, paraphrase Cartier-Bresson, is a bourgeois concept. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm still yeah. using the phase one. Did you hear that phase one? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I can't get those people to hold, hold up their iPad to take a photo. They look yeah. such. No, I won't say it. Sorry. <laughs> it is. It is a little ridiculous. Although it is funny, they just talking about phase one. Is it, I was the phase Scotland trip I was on was uh, was a phase one trip, and uh, my friend Steve Gosling, who's an, an English photographer, uh, was organising it, and I was along as an instructor. And um, now Steve is uh, the his style of photography is dark and moody and sort of quite um 
I mean, resolution is definitely kind of a, a distant second in his. Now, his images, you know, are, you know, when he wants them to be, are, are wonderfully sharp while maintaining that kind of mood. But he actually gave a talk um, on the on the trip, which was, uh, I can't remember what he called it. It was, uh, I can't remember what he called it, but essentially it was all about how to take photographs that are out of focus, that look great and that are blurry and that look great. And it was uh, Imperfect Impressions was really what he called it. Um, and uh, it was funny. I was sort of as he was giving the talk, I was sort of saying, "Geez, Steve, you know, are you sure you know your audience?" <laughs> <laughs> and he he told me he did feel a little bit guilty about giving it, but he did mention it to the guy for, for Kevin Raver from Phase when he gave him. He sort of said, gave him the okay. Yeah, just go ahead. He's got the best equipment in the world, and he puts it all out of focus, yeah, out of yeah, blur, exactly, exactly, yeah. to make his issues out. <laughs> what I brought along for each of you was Phase One Plodus, very expensive workshop where you've all got 40,000, 60,000 euros worth of cram equipment, with some holders. There you go. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, actually, no, what we've done is we've taken Vaseline and we've smeared it on the sensor. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if you could all bring up your 40,000 euro sensors, we'll uh, put some Vaseline on it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But of course, you have invested in some some equipment, um, and I'm surprised you haven't invested in a a lorry, an articulated lorry to drive it around, because you're into video, as you mentioned before, and you've bought... Some the time lapse gear, yeah. The time yeah. lapse gear, it's like it, it, it just listen, uh, listener. It, to visualize this, just visualize half a railway track <laughs> yeah. with a coach and a steam engine and a satellite stuck on top. That's kind of <laughs> that's kind of about it, really. and about one, two, three, about five plugs plugged into the socket. Yeah. And there's then it has to be controlled by the laptop. The laptop is there. Laptop, that's yeah. what the, the 20 meters to 240 meter long cables were for. And we found out we need another cable now to control the exposure of the camera as well. Now, so there will be more bits hooked onto this. I'm convinced the computing power that you use now to produce your videos is more than it took to put men on the moon. Yeah, we'll oh, it is, absolutely. It is. <laughs> computing power on your iPhone is more, more than, than, yeah, than by a significant margin. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine them sitting in the capsule going, I've got my iPhone here, won't worry, lads, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit, no signal. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, oh shit, we're using Apple Maps instead of Google Maps. <laughs> the moon is just a featureless <laughs> disk. <laughs> is this the moon? Is this the moon? <laughs> Mars? Yeah, Mars. <laughs> You never specified what moon you wanted. <laughs> yeah. well, you the moon. How earth centric can you get? Exactly. I mean, what do you mean Ganymede? <laughs> no wonder there's no signal. <laughs> uh, well, that is the reason why I uh, I didn't upgrade to the new um, operating the iOS six on my iPhone simply because I had for my last weddings um, all my, uh, my my brides were located in Google Maps and I was about to pull the trigger and because I'm one of these people, ooh, up to up, upgrade, go for it. I thank God I read that it wiped out because it wasn't. I think what got most people it wasn't that it just kind of added Apple, yeah. Yeah. an Apple a Maps application. It just deleted the Google one, which you know. And the, so that location information isn't saved in your Google account. It existed only in the Maps because uh, I've never I've never used Google Maps for making. I, I don't know. What, what I have heard is a lot of people saying, "Yeah, you did the right thing." Because if you had, you would have lost all your information. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a political decision for them to. Yeah, yeah, we're not uh, idiots. We're not here to. <laughs> Look, we'd like to thank Apple for their sponsorship sorry Roger we haven't slagged off Canon this episode. I know, we usually just slag off yeah. Canon <laughs> There's our, our regular listeners will be going well yeah you know it was nice of you to do a spontaneous podcast but you know you didn't, you didn't have a go at Canon you know, or like it, it. Wasn't, 
like a M monochrome M10. Oh no, it's not the M10. It's the M. It's the M. Like M M. There's the like M. M. There's the like a monocle, and then there's the like M E, which is like a M9 in, in green. In, in which I think looks hideous, and a load of people say, "Oh, it looks gorgeous." Mm. Makes me want to. So there's the like a bash. Now what about the Canon bash? Like, oh, well, well, actually, I haven't done anything except well, they haven't done anything. Well, they did. Well, they launched the. Um, I actually had a oh, the, the Canon sixty or whatever it is. Sixty, yeah, it's been yeah. announced, and then it's going to be available sometime in two thousand fifteen. So, <laughs> um, well done there. Um, now I did actually have a Canon Mark five <coughs> D Mark three, and there, I remember on the podcast that we 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 reported on the brouhaha about the. Um, uh, Peter's just checked to see if we're recording. I'm just, I, we're, we're 37 minutes. So it's like, so it's like, I can't convey that information to you outside of the realm. Like, so, so I'm just going to... So now, yeah, yeah. Fingers yeah. what I did with three. See, normally if we were doing this, we'd be looking at a computer screen and we'd see how long we'd each been recording for, but I had to check just to make sure we weren't waffling on too long. Oh, well, oh, who cares? Look, yeah. this is free. They're not paying for this. Well, true, yeah. yeah they probably already stopped listening anyway. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Freeloading. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's from another podcast. Some of you will recognize. So, let's come on. You were, you were. Oh yeah, were the, the, we, we, we were talking at one point about the um, the autofocus system on the new five D Mark III, which apparently is very very good, except for the fact that if you have the um, the option selected where all the focus points are highlighted, you can't in, see the screen. You can't black, see the image. You can't see what you're <laughs> yeah, photographing. It's it like this dense black wall. And how? Uh, well, Canon actually call that the, the fence filter. The fence filter. Yeah, so it's just like you're looking through a fence. Do they? Yeah. Do they actually? I mean, do, do they? Do they consult photographers at all when they they design these cameras? This will be brilliant. We'll design a camera that you can't actually see what photograph you're taking. There we are. We solved the problem. Um, and I thought it, well, I thought it was the case where they couldn't see what point was the focus point because it was black and in a, in a dark area you couldn't see which point was actually. The focus point. Which one there's actually being? Is, yeah, is that's actually, what it was. Yeah, so they, they upgrade the, the software and the one the X, uh, and it goes red. It goes red, but not as elegantly as it previously did. Mm. Now I'm saying that I had a one DX uh, uh, in my hand there the other day. I was at a sporting event, shooting um, the, my son's local t uh, GA team. Uh, a man he's won the senior football champion in, uh, in, in Mead, and uh, a friend there had a one DX borrowed for for the day to shoot the shoot the game, and. Um, was a Sunday afternoon. It was a bit like the day. It was dull, overcast, and I was shooting on the one, one D Mark Three, and I was pumping up the ISO sixteen hundred to get a fast enough shutter speed to try. And it was crazy. And the guy at the one DX, um, Ken, he pumped it up to twenty four hundred. It was gorgeous. And he or zoomed twenty four thousand. Right? Twenty four thousand. Yeah. And he yeah. zoomed right in. And I go, oh my god, it was gorgeous. Well, thanks be to God, and they pumped the footlights on. It was happy days for me, but the quality. And he's like, "Oh, come on, the lights too harsh. Turn those lights off." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you got to get a beautiful quality here. Yeah, well, I'm shooting at one eight thousandth of a second here. You know, <laughs> yeah. F at f twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> it's still too bright. It was stunning um, when that camera went. It is well. It, the the latest batch of cameras that have been released do have amazing high ISO capabilities. Mm. That has to be said. Um, I think that's where they're all going now. That they've stopped the megapixel race. Bar the the, the next come out they are now yeah well they were always behind that score they always had good high ISO well this is the thing that I, I, if it continues to to baffle me about the five D Mark III I mean other than the autofocus system so the they've they've increased they made this great autofocus system 
and they've done all these other things, but they didn't actually increase the um, the resolution of the sensor. And you know, as I said before, as soon as I heard that, I said, "That's great. They must have really whacked up the high ISO performance, and you can shoot in the dark at ISO one million, and it'll look great." And I said, "Well done, Canon." And then it comes along, and they say, "Oh, it's a three-stop increase in high in high ISO performance." But in fact, I think anybody that's ever actually tested in the field has said you get maybe a stop hmm. better. And it, I just fail to see the point. Like, what is the point of the camera? Why didn't you? I think it was one of those cameras where um, every single component was uh, improved a bit. Yeah. So. Well, the autofocus system was improved more than a bit. Oh yeah, I mean the autofocus. I mean, yeah. if, if, um, if if anybody uh, has a has ever seen or experienced the autofocus on a Canon five D Mark, well, the original and the Mark II. Oh, the original was horrendous. Now that's 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 that's, that's put a caveat on that, which is that for landscape photographers, it really didn't, didn't matter. I, I never noticed it. <laughs> I, was crap I would until I would, I would say it's so slow that actually for landscape photographers it would be a problem as well. <coughs> that mountain has shifted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, we've uh, we've had a nice age, and um, it's still not focused. <laughs> but for somebody like me, um, where quick autofocus was would have been very useful. I mean, I did okay without it, but it, it would have been nice. You know, Roger, autofocus is a crutch. You know, really. I mean, you is, should be. Is should, it a bourgeois you, concept? A, well, I mean, sharpness is a bourgeois concept. So is resolution. So is focus. So all these photography. Things. Photography <laughs> is a bourgeois concept. Um, but you know, I mean, really, you should be able to uh, to um, excuse me. Um, Roger's just knocked over his cup of tea. It's now spreading slowly over toward the recording device and it's going to electrocute. <laughs> yeah, so we can really splash out for some high-tech special effects on this show. Yeah, as we just did, in fact. <laughs> splash out, get it. Oh, oh I missed that one. Thanks for oh. oh, that hurts. <laughs> oh, I might need to go to hospital now. <laughs> Um, so what else has, uh, has, has happened of note, or uh, we, we may just have to kill this off? Um, uh, we're going to enjoy a nice meal now, t- tonight. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Peter, I don't think you'll be going anywhere tomorrow. I think you should stay where no, you are. No, I don't. I think that, yeah, it's a shame, because I've been, this time-lapse rig I've been playing with in this room um, for quite a while, because I've been adding bits to it, and you know, it's, it's kind of a custom... <laughs> Morphine, it's, like, it's, like, it's unbelievable, it's like a life of its own. About and it. it's, it's very much a custom thing, and I've been getting you know, bits added and so on, and now it all actually works, and uh, I was really looking forward to today. Actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't try to take it out today, because it would have gotten rained on several times before yeah. it got a chance it to... Did, uh, yeah, uh, we um, rained I, on a bit, but was, as I said, we, we totally enjoyed it. Yeah. So it's, um, it's definitely, it's kind of, it's interesting, it's, uh, it's, it's almost as slow as working with a technical camera uh, in landscape photography and, a, and the exposures are almost as long as well yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of instagram photographs up there from what you took this morning anyway if you go into instagram feeds from what you're over on you'll see the photograph of of the contraption yeah because we're uh, just in case you are you have found this and you it has popped into your um your itunes feed your rss feed or wherever you find us there won't be a blog post so don't go looking for show notes well i'm not gonna write one anyway <laughs> no i couldn't be honest no. <laughs> so this is just an addendum yeah um for our core hardcore fan base of two, uh, three, five, oh. uh, yeah, <laughs> about five, I think. Yeah, <laughs> um, um, and we love you guys, and we're so sorry we had to stop the podcast. But there we are. But blame all the others that didn't listen. Yes, <laughs> or that didn't buy the videos. <laughs> um, um, the uh, yeah, but actually, just as a you know, with at Roger overall is, is Roger's Instagram feed. 
um, which I'm sure he doesn't mind me pulling out there since. No, no. Then. And uh, the digitalstoryteller.net is my new my yeah. new website. The old website you can still find it's still there and it's going to be absolutely fabulous. Yeah, Roger's well, been wetting himself. Now, let, let, oh. let, so there's there's a there's uh, ever since I've known Roger, he's had this horrible Flash-based website. Yes. Now, in fairness, it's a lovely website. It looks very nice, but I just hate Flash websites because, quite honestly, they blow chunks. Um, and uh, Roger was today. So you're Long talking chunks. about your dog again? Chunks who blew chunks all over the uh, the library here at uh, Cox Mansions. Um, now I had to hold Roger back from uh, from 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 cleaning it up and with his mouth. Uh, <laughs> well, he didn't clean it up. You cleaned it up, and you went to cook our our, our breakfast. Up. I don't know what was in that blank pud, but it didn't taste nice it that much. Yeah, and you ate and they Roger. Back back to website. But yes, back to websites. So anyway, Roger today announced that the, that uh, there's a new uh, a new option uh, from your your yes, company. Yes, at long last. HTML5, and I've seen the demo website. And particularly for somebody who's moving into more video along with photography, it is um, it is pretty cool. I don't think you'll be able to find it, Peter. It's um, uh, it's I think it's I think you have to click to it via an email that you get from. Uh. So but we might look at it. We, we can go to my account later on and maybe have a look. Sorry, um, sorry, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> the visual thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's called Digital X, uh, a photo folio. I love those guys. They're really, really, really responsive. Yeah. Um, and I'm quite excited about it because if you're doing video like I am and stills, yeah. this, um, this new website design is, uh, is going to be phenomenal, phenomenally useful. Um, so, like I say, we'll still we'll still be doing documentary work, but that's going to be a place where I put my really high end stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the digital storyteller is a different concept, um, but yeah, very excited about that. Mm -hmm. How do we get onto websites? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what, what you were doing. You were doing. What's your, what's your book called, Peter? My book is called The Irish Light: A Collection of Landscape Photographs. It features a foreword by world-renowned landscape photographer Joe Cornish. It's available from. Select bookshops nationwide, certainly from Easons, and your local bookshop can order it. Or you can buy it from www.petercox.ie. Or go into my gallery in Killarney, as we're doing plugs. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we may as well for the five of you that's bothered to stay this is, The thing is, the five that have actually listened this far already know all this stuff. Because they're liars. We'll have to edit that out. All right. Um, um, yeah, so there we go. Let's, let's wrap it up. Last words. Yeah. That's right. It's been nice knowing you all. Again. Uh, we'll see you again in, in different incarnations. And who knows? Who knows? There may be another addendum to the addendum at some stage, <laughs> six or seven months from now, when we all get together again. But uh, until then, it's been a lot of fun, guys. I've enjoyed you coming down. It's a shame I haven't been able to go out photographing with you. <laughs> but I'm rather looking forward to a nice dinner and, uh, you know, a chat. A bit of a chat and a little, yeah. little, little drink or two. Yeah, one or two. Good day. Bye. Bye. All right, let's get this shit done. Can you? I, should, I think I should switch it off before you say that. Uh, oh well, maybe uh, maybe you should. You fucking idiot! For God's sake, I'm I'm so sick of working with people that haven't a clue what the hell. You know, I drove up. I got up at six o'clock in the morning to drive here to specifically be here. Excuse so me. I got a day. I got a day early. early. I started. I set the start time oh, late, so I, you would not to. I'm late. I have enough. Thank God he's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was all that eight went. You are now leaving the circle of confusion.